How's how's the, the lake looking? Is there any ice on the lake? No, all the all the ice is gone. Hmm. People got their boats in the lake now. Okay. Um But it it's weird, like the fish they go to where it's warmest. And someone was telling me that there's this like pollution spot in the lake on the US side. With like some like oil well thing that's warm, and so all the fish are in the U.S. side right now. In the pollution, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not like really. It's I don't know. It's like oh, it's weird to explain. It's not like really pollution, but it's just like some like concrete oil wells and stuff, and they pump stuff through it so it kind of gets warm and it's sandy. So I guess they're right there right now, but they're they'll come back in a couple of weeks when the water flips okay yeah it's weird nah now it's just time to get ready for turkey season turkey season, turkey season. yeah i saw a turkey on the highway yesterday like he was uh, I, I was about like 10 minutes outside the city coming into hayward on uh i forget the highway but the turkey was just like on the railing of the highway, looking off the edge. Like he just totally just was like chilling there. And I was like, "What the heck, turkey? Like how'd you, how'd you even get up there, man?" That's I'm, really yeah, I know. random. I know, dude. I was like, you can't fly. He had to <laughs> walk up there on the side of the highway. And it was probably about 30 feet before that, like, siding, like, went out. So, I mean, he could have walked up. Like, there was a little hill underneath it. He could have walked up from there and then walked onto the highway. But then he had to jump onto the railing with, like, the cars flying past him. And he looked, I mean, I only saw him for a split second. But he looked pretty dang casual about it. He didn't seem stressed out. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're smart birds. Really? Yeah, they're really smart. Like, um, if they, and they're not curious at all. Like, if they feel like something's off, they'll just run. They won't, like, try to investigate it, really. Yeah. No, that actually makes sense, because uh, in Southern Oregon, there was always turkeys around my friend's property. And then we took his bow and arrow and we tried to shoot it at the turkeys like one time. And then we never, I, I mean, he said he saw him a couple more times. I'd never, in the two years I was there, saw another turkey on his property. So that kind of makes sense, actually. Yeah. There. Alright. Um. Oh, you want me to count you down? Because I realized we didn't, I didn't count down last week and I know... Oh, it don't matter to me. Just if it's okay. easier for you to find the recording or not. No, 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 no. If you got it, if, you, if you're if a pro now, let's just roll. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the To The Moon podcast. I am Zach. And I am Long, uh, COO of Aphelia. And I am Skyler. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of To The Moon. 
where we tell you what stocks are gonna. No, we talk about what stocks we like. To the moon is a, is a, is a, 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 a phrase of speech. Um, but now, in all seriousness, thank you guys again for for joining us. We're excited to be here. We hope you are too. We got another uh, interesting episode uh, in the store. And without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so my uh, stop pick for the week uh, is AMD. So AMD is advanced. Uh, what is it? <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> cut that out, cut it out. Okay, <laughs> is, okay. I totally forgot what AMD stands for. It's advanced micro devices. Yeah. There we go. It's like, what are we doing here? Okay. Okay, starting over. Okay, my stock pick of the week is AMD, also known as advanced micro devices. Uh, so when you know people talk about laptops, desktops, they always look for you know the CPU. One that's one of the main factor, and everyone always asks like, oh, what type of Intel chip is in there, or is it an i3, i5, i7? No one ever talks about AMD, and and if I ask you know one of you, what does AMD? What's their main you know CPU? Would you guys know? I Probably would not know. <laughs> Probably yeah. not, right? Probably not. But, you know, like a few decades ago, that's one of the things that uh, people talk about. Like, oh, what's the speed of these CPU? Like AMD was would always put out pretty fast processors. You know, you're talking about the Athlon, and that's a well-known name, you know. But now they've been behind the scenes where, while Intel has been the front runner for these past years um but for me looking at amd um i think it's a good pick because with intel's recent news about they delaying their manufacturing capacity because of um these problems with these fabs they're making uh it's just gonna put amd into more market shares and they're gonna take up more of these um, uh, desktops and laptops that are being put out where Intel can't keep up. So uh, for me, if you want to enter AMD, I think within this week or next week is a good um, entry point because uh, I'm looking at the charts too. I'm a you know I'm a technical guy, so looking at the charts, entry point is good. Uh, for the fundamental part, um, revenue-wise, AMD has been growing 100%, almost 100% year over year for the past three years. So 100% growth every year. I mean, that's that's really good. And um, they've been trying to increase capacity, uh, increase in demand. And I think within a year or two, um, taking on the shares from Intel, you know, they can be a good uh, uh, force in this uh, in the chip market. So, well, well, what do you guys think about AMD? 
Um. So my first, I have a question: Is this like related to GPU? Uh, they they do make GPUs. Um, that's not one of their main uh, revenue source, uh, but they are growing that 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 uh, sector. Um, Intel they also make GPUs, but it, it's the same thing. Like these are mostly CPUs. Uh, okay. Uh, manufacturers. Um, when you talk about GPU, like Nvidia, they're they're like the main um, player. I know AMD. They did buy out um, one of the other ones, uh, like Radeon, was a um, a competitor to Nvidia. I mean, they still are, but AMD owns uh, uh, Radeon now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and so these chips are. I think I followed you. They're like they're essentially the pro like they're they work the same as the processor, like the Intel processor. Um, like I'm pretty sure mine is like says you know like at the core M3 uh, in my computer. Yeah, um, yeah. You you see those stickers on those laptops, you know, powered by Intel. And... Yeah, exactly. So this is this is like that, but it's kind of coming back more. It's 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 like the old way, but now it's it's competing again. It's what I generally the 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 dumbed down version of what I took from what you were saying. Yeah, so AMD they usually make like budget um, processors like the CPU, uh, but now they've been creating you know really good uh, desktop and laptop processors, and it competes with you know those core. Uh, processors from Intel, and okay. when you look at the you know, performance to price ratio, you know AMD is is usually um, better at that. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, goes. Um, yeah, I think you know we're seeing a big change in the processor industry. Like Apple is now switching away from Intel processors, and they're creating their own. Um, so Intel isn't the powerhouse that it used to used to be. Um, so I definitely think there's room for AMD to grow and kind of reestablish itself as not just being a budget processor, but being a good value processor. And I think that would be huge for them. Yeah. Uh, here, here's a good tidbit. Uh, AMD doesn't have any fabs. So fabs are these um, you know big manufacturing plants that produces these. Uh, these chips. So AMD actually just research, uh, does their research on these chips, you know, and advance the technology and then passes that on to a manufacturer. So their manufacturer is TSMC. And that's, uh, I have to look this up. <laughs> it's, I think it's Taiwan. This manufacturers from Taiwan. So Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company. So okay, nice. So Intel so has been that. yeah. So Intel has been um, having these manufacturing problems because they also have their own fabs. So the whole supply chain, if something's broken, they have to fix that themselves, right? Where in AMD, they can always pass that on to another fab 
Yeah, like if T- TSM or whatever starts messing up, they can find someone else. Exactly. They don't have to fix it in-house in the system. Exactly. So what computer, what type of laptops can I buy that have AMD chips in them? Uh, most uh, uh, laptop manufacturers do have AMD chips in them. Uh, oh, okay. You just have to, yeah, you just have to choose that because uh, they always have like Intel as like the default. Yeah, right. Um, choice. Uh, but yeah, you can definitely get AMD on most of the laptops. Cool. Besides Apple, of course, because they're creating their own chip. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, AMD, I can see it. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. All right. We can hop into my my stock pick of the week, which my stock pick of the week is the general technology or science that is CRISPR. Um, the main company kind of doing CRISPR is called CRISPR Therapeutics. Um, the ticker, I believe, is just uh, CRSPR or so yeah, CRSP. And that's CRISPR Therapeutics. Uh, one of it's a it's a Swiss American biotechnology company that was um, it IPO'd in 2016, founded in 2013. Uh, there's a few founders. Uh, most the one I most know is Jennifer Dowden, who's a biochemist uh, at Berkeley. <clears throat> and uh, no, it's like this this CRISPR stuff is is just like I said. It, it's a it's a science um, technique that is relatively new where scientists uh, saw in this like, sp- like special type of, um, uh, what would you call it? Uh, like, like uh, it's, it was like a germ kind of actually that was able to do this. And they had evolved to where their RNA, which is like, the like the sequence in a this I'm not a biologist and it's six forty in the morning so bear with me but from what I understand basically the RNA produ- makes like tells your 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 cell how to write its DNA and basically this this like uh this germ um was able to kind of like pick and choose how its its descendants in a sense like you know from cell to cell were going to what 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 dna it was going to have um scientists pretty much figured out how to isolate that rna and now uh can put the enzymes in to um like take away or add certain dna to the to the um the cells that are being created uh, so in a nutshell, you know, they can control DNA uh, with this with this CRISPR technology. They can, um, you know, do stuff like make people immune to sickle cell immunity through what's called somatic, uh, you know, um, kind of process of, of changing genes, which somatic means like either um, in vivo or out or 
environment or something. You either put take cells out of someone and put them back in, that kind of changes their uh, genetic makeup, or you put something in them that changes their genetic makeup. But that doesn't, when somatic, you know, it doesn't affect gene line, right? It just affects that individual. Now, there's also gene line editing of DNA, which can essentially change the human race. And when we start talking about people altering embryos and like making people who have, you know, certain traits or or lack certain traits, like the ability to get a disease, um, that can actually like, you know, I mean, you're taking the quote unquote power of of the gods in your hands at that point you know you're you're creating you know the genetic makeup of of the human race um and so there's a couple of examples i have uh like i mentioned sickle cell scientists were able to heal one moment of sickle cell with that um, somatic enviro uh you know um application of crispr and rna pfizer and moderna vaccines are both rna vaccines which means what they do is uh, they, they introduce your cells along with this RNA and a small, small protein that's on the outside of the COVID-19 cell. And so it pretty much teaches your cells that when they recognize or see this, this um, protein that's on the outside of the COVID-19 cell, it eliminates those and it stops creating them and you know makes them so they can't... Um, uh, you know, keep going in your body. So it's like we're using these on large applications, this technology already. And then on like the wild sci-fi side of it, a scientist in China, kind of like roguely without really talking to the science community or really anybody, just decided he was going to create two twins in a lab where he um, did like gene line editing of their embryos and made it so that they would be uh, immune from the virus that creates AIDS, um, which was a a big deal. He went to jail in China and is still under house arrest um, and is stripped from ever being able to do science again. And and the reason is, like, we have no idea what the outcome of, like, doing – this type of science to our rate, you know, like to our, the human race, like what it, 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 the, the, the negative outcomes could be. But the, the, the underlying kind of thing about this, which it's just a matter of time is this opens up the door for designer babies. Um, uh, you can use this CRISPR RNA technology to, like I said, you can make it so people, have stuff taken away like they're that you can take out the receptors that you know cause sickle cell or other diseases um you can also adjust someone's height or their iq or their eye color um all this different stuff about them and it opens up the door for i don't know if you guys ever saw that movie gattaca that's exactly what i was thinking about this entire time you were talking yeah yeah and um you know, I mean, just if, if you haven't seen Gattaca, we'll try not to just spoil it. But basically, it's just it's, you know, it's a it's a sci fi futuristic world where this exactly happens. And, and it's kind of standard practice. Everyone, you know, genetically makes their babies as strong as possible. And um, 
when this one couple decides they want to do it the organic way. And of course, you know, the person isn't up to par of the, of the, you know, genetically altered people. And he spent his whole life like trying to, you know, get into the upper echelons of a world where he isn't genetically uh, superior enough to like be in. It's it's really, uh, it's really a crazy movie. I'll probably watch it again. I haven't seen it since. Uh, you watched it in Nina's class too, right, Zach? Back in the day. Oh yeah, I watched it there, and then they also had us watch it in high school for freshman biology. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that was probably like the last time I saw it. Yeah, I. Um, it it's it's not a bad movie. Like it's a pretty good movie. It's pretty interesting. You know, it's kind of in that weird phase of movies, you know, where sci-fi was kind of hyper-realistic. Yeah, well, you know, I remember watching it as a kid and thinking, dang, like, in a hundred years, like, that's that's going to be crazy. They're going to be doing that stuff. And here yeah. we are, you know, 15 years later, and it's like, they can do that, you know? I mean, for more or less, I mean, the, the like, logistics and, and the the... I'm sure, like, the government will get involved and regulate in some sense, but for, as far as the sciences, like, we're there. I mean, what do you guys think, you know? Uh, this is, this is um, a wild thing that is, is happening. And, and, and uh, again, I mean, just bringing it back to the main topic of the stocks, you can invest in this technology. You can invest <laughs> in the major players of, of, this, of this, you know, application. And I mean, uh, I, I definitely will, you know, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's, I don't know if I, how I feel about being able to alter our future kids and descendants, but I think it's going to happen one way or another, like this technology. I mean, the fact that it was used in the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines just shows you like, this is going to be a major player in the world of health going forward. And I don't see that changing. Um, but, but besides that, I mean, besides like the stock applications, just like, what, what do you guys generally think about the potential of like, you know, 10, 15 years, you have the options to, to decide what, what traits your child has. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's like, you know, I remember it being a big deal when I heard of someone choosing the gender of their baby, you know, and they paid like $10,000 for it. I was like, wow, that's crazy. You know, you can pick what you want now. And, and it really has, you know, technology grows tenfold. And so this is what we're seeing right now. But it's crazy. I think, what are they going to be talking about in 50 years? It, it's, it's just crazy what this technology can lead to because it's kind of, well, we'll uh, have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by then. With hopefully. <laughs> that'd be way more fun than what we have right now. Yeah, that's, that's, that's better than filming, you know, a CGI, you know, having a live action. <laughs> yeah, it's like we can just make a race of Ninja Turtles. Well, I would watch that. I know something, another thing that this is kind of like leading to is organ farms. I know there's a couple of yeah. research firms that are trying to develop the perfect organ, you know, liver, kidney, lung. And so what if humans do become something where, you know, you're starting to have liver failure, so they just grow you a new one that's better than what could biologically be 
grown naturally, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, you know, I remember reading something years ago and it said that the human life expectancy is going to grow to like around 130 to 150. And like, that's going to be the new average at some point, that's just crazy. with all the advances of, you know, medical technology. That's and, so crazy. Yeah, could you uh, imagine having an extra, you know, 50 years to 50 your life? years, <laughs> just like, uh, yeah, man. I mean, I kind of can, but still. Okay, so I want to get to you, to you Zach. Um, but a lot, lastly, I just wanted to... So I, I kind of learned what I've mostly learned about this through a couple interviews that I've heard with the author, Walter Isaacson. He just recently wrote a book about this stuff. And... um no, he's he's an interesting guy. His voice kind of reminds me of the main scientist in um oh dang it, what's the thing movie with the dinosaurs, Jurassic Park. He kind of oh, okay. sounds like the main, you know, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Sure, yeah, just whatever that crazy scientist is who creates Jurassic Park. That's what he kind of sounds like when he's talking about this stuff. But um, he, he worked one-on-one with Jennifer Dowden, one of the main researchers, and he said she actually had, like, nightmares, um, or maybe still does, um, where some, like, there's a big investor who wants to meet with them to talk about their, 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 their project, and when she gets into the room, she's looking at Adolf Hitler, and, you know. <laughs> And it's like, damn, like that's that's some deep that's <laughs> deep. You know, like the application of this of this technology, um powerful, you know. I mean you know that it, well, it's just, I hope we know. get ninja turtles and not Nazis. Me too. Me too. Very very much so. Um yeah, yeah. So that's 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 my pick for the week. CRISPR Therapeutics. Very nice. Um, I went a little bit of a different route for my pick of this week. Um, you know, we we call this podcast to the moon. And I wanted to pick an underdog stock that I think could go to the moon. And I picked GoPro. Um, as everyone knows, you know, GoPro is the little camera that people can report every aspect of their life with and they've had a pretty good jump um you know march has been a good month for them i think it has to do with things opening up more i think people are going to be more active and i think we'll see a spike in gopro um due to more people wanting to film getting back to their day-to-day life i think people will be really excited to do that they're also um Expanding into video editing, which I think will be good for them. Um, You know, everyone likes to edit things on the go. And as content, you know, is being created, it's all about doing content faster and faster and faster and Mm -hmm. pushing out more and more content. You know, um, of course, you know, the higher production quality stuff that people do, that that just takes time. Um, So I think if GoPro, GoPro can build editing software that works really well and is convenient and quick for these turnaround i think that's going to be huge to these amateur um i guess content creators and kind of on the 
technical side for it, um, they're they're kind of redefining what their resistance, you know, what their floor and ceiling is. Like, what what numbers do they kind of trade through? Um, right now, they're kind of close to their um, their high right now, and I think I think they're gonna keep pushing that up slightly. So I I think it'll go to the moon, and by to the moon, I mean you know. 25 bucks a share somewhere around that range not <laughs> not as high as GameStop but you know when you're trading at around $8 you know a jump to 20 to 25 that's that's a pretty good jump and i think it has the possibility um to definitely get there i think it's starting to make that trend upwards and i think it's going to redefine a new trading range within the next couple of weeks yeah, it IPO'd around like forty something dollars. Um, I'm actually surprised it it went down this low. They they do make great devices. Uh, you know, my first action camera was a GoPro. I think it was a GoPro three, mm-hmm. silver or something like that. And it was really good. It it captured, uh, you know, 4K video and back. Then you know iPhones were I think entering 4K, where GoPro was already doing 4K video, and I think it's up to 8K, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't even have an 8K <laughs> monitor <laughs> to see that resolution, but yeah, yeah, it's it's a good. They're they're good devices. They're small, compact. They're waterproof now. Um, you you don't need you know it's um a case for it. Uh. They have built-in image stabilization, so all you need is just that device, and you're good to go. You know, uh, when I used my old one, I actually had to have a case for it. Um, I had to go in into the video editor and you know stabilize the image. Now everything is built in, and it's yeah. <laughs> I, I watched a couple of vloggers who used GoPro as their main camera, and um. Yeah, the the quality of camera in the last couple of years has jumped dramatically, and like you know, picture and uh, also you know, when I understand like the actual cameras are um, more durable now. Like I remember mm-hmm. when they first came out, like they were still for what they are now, which like action sports and stuff. But there'd be like GoPro fails where like you know people like smash into a tree or something and. <laughs> It breaks, you know, and now, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, those things, like, good luck trying to break it, you know, it's like, it's going to handle any type of knock or bang or, or drop that I think you can, uh, you can do to it. So it just, it, it extends that. Um, yeah, it's the picture quality of a high-end camera and the durability of a Nokia phone. <laughs> Did it buy out Nokia? Not yet, uh, but yeah, GoPro they they've kind of became like band aid too. You know when it comes to like action cameras, like I see a lot of people now they just call any small attachable camera a GoPro. You know it doesn't matter what what brand it is. It's just so um, associated with that. You know they're all just GoPros now. Right. Yeah. What do you think? As a CEO, Zach, what do you think the next step for a company like GoPro is? Like, what do you, what do they need to do, or where should they focus their 
marketing or research or development to to kind of take another jump as a company in the next 10 years um yeah you know i think i think they're on the right path with going into software that has to do with um you know editing i think that they could have a market for that but that just depends on if they do it right you know um if they build a really crappy editing software platform then it's it's not going to help them but i think they have everything hammered down on the hardware side um and of course you know they could also another thing that they could do is kind of go into more niche um categories with their camera like gopro is great for all around they also create a bunch of good attachments so you can pretty much use it for anything you want to do but i'm sure there's a couple of um hyper pacific um things that they could do to capture a little bit more of a market. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. That's, that's, that's true. And you're right. That software is, a, I think, a good step if they do it right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And software is, you know, um, a lot of people say hardware is trickier than software. So I think if you can... Um, if you have the right hardware and if you do the software right, you know, I could definitely see them um, it being a successful move for them um, and just also for keeping the company relevant. You know, that's something that's, um, especially with the stock market, you know, it's, you know, you want to invest in companies that are going to continue to be relevant. Um, it almost doesn't matter how well the company does. And a good example of that is Ford and Tesla. Um, you know, Ford will, continue to sell more cars than Tesla does for next couple of years, yet Tesla's stock is worth more. And it's just because they're more relevant to the future. Um, right. So I think that's the big thing for GoPro right now. And I think, and, you know, that's why I picked them because I think they will make that jump. You know, I think they're, um, I think they're a smart company. I think they're, they'll be able to play out of this pandemic and, you know, come out on head. Yeah. And like you said, like Tesla, they have that name brand. Everyone thinks any type of small camera, they just naturally call it a GoPro. And that, you know, can go a long way for you as a company having that, you know, homegrown brand. So yeah, man, great pick. Cool. 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 All right. So, Let's talk about dividends. Dividends. Yeah. Dividends are kind of, um, I feel like dividends have been kind of neglected with uh, retail traders the past couple weeks. You know, it's all about the to the moon, you know, (laughs) holding the line. Everyone's (laughs) going to get rich, man. You know, turn that stimmy check into a couple mil. Um, and if that worked for you, more power to you. But for uh, us other folks, um, we like dividends. I like dividends. What do, you, do you guys like dividends? I like dividends a lot. I like dividends. I like seeing that money coming in every quarter. So, so what is dividends? What is it? Dividends is the 
is what you get back at the end of the year or quarterly, however your company does it, um, based off the percentage. It's just like a an interest payment from a savings account, but for the stock you own in a in a company. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's uh, it's when you own a company, it's your share of the profit. So, um, you know, when you invest in a successful company and they have that leftover revenue, they give it a portion of that to their shareholders, and they call that a dividends payment. Usually, it's every quarter. Um, sometimes there'll be a special dividends payment. Um, but yeah, and it's a way to get consistent money out of the stock market, especially if you're planning on holding a stock for a number of years, holding a stock that has a good dividends payment and also grows a lot. That's like the perfect combination. You know, um, yeah. you really can't do better than that. And so I know some people do like crazy, complicated like dividend strategies where like they try to do like their income as dividends. And that seems like a lot of eggs to juggle in my opinion. Um, But my favorite thing that I understand about dividends is like how compound interest can affect you over time. Um, Cause it's like, you know, um, there's a lot of like stuff, like, like little, uh, experiments that'll show you know if you took like you know some of the top companies in the large cap and you you just had the dividend the ones that had dividends and you took all the your dividends money and just reinvested them into your dividends account by like year like 60 you know your money is 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 increasing exponentially um Mm -hmm. that's kind of how that compound interest works but no one wants to be like told like, oh, you can have you know a million dollars when you're sixty. They're like, I want tomorrow. So, um, but to me, that sounds freaking awesome. I'm like, okay, regardless of what happens in my life, if I just set this little thing up and it just runs, I got that million dollars coming in at the ripe age of seventy four. You know, um, which I and now that perfectly you're living with. fifty years longer, that's like the perfect time to get that payout. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm I'm catching my second wind of life right, right then, and that's now. <laughs> but no, I mean, even if I'm not, you know, it's like I that's okay. Like even even if every other endeavor I ever went and it went on, which I don't think will happen, but if all my other endeavors don't work out, I still have that coming to me, and I can mm-hmm. give that to my family. You know, it's like. So I, I'm a big have your cake and eat it too kind of guy, as I'm sure you both know working with me. Um, <laughs> and no, I mean, I think it's wonderful to like invest in mutual funds, invest in dev- dividends, while also, you know, like trying to trade, trying to make income, trying to hit it big on one of these to the moon stocks once in a while. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so I, I love dividends. Yeah, so how how do we get these dividends? Like, what stocks are we looking for? So I I th- I generally think um, some of like the the like more what 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 uh, part of the sector the common would you call this? Uh, not it, goods, like go basic ahead, materials. Yeah, basic materials like um, 
what would be like oil, like like oil and natural gas kind of companies. Yeah, yeah. Utility companies too. Utility companies. Yeah. Um. There's another um. Uh, R E I T. It's another kind of type of stock that normally has high dividends, and mm-hmm. we'll probably have an episode um that dives deep onto those. And those are based um. As like a property investment, um, but they normally have like the highest dividends. Um, but there's a lot of other good companies, you know, um, Target, AT and T, um, Verizon. You know, a lot of the infrastructure based companies usually pay out good dividends. And you know, if you want to think in thirty years, do you think Verizon's still going to be around? Um, I think so. They buy pretty much every other company. So yeah, yeah, so pretty safe bet. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of good dividend stocks out there, and it's just another way that it's it's. I would say it's probably the easiest way to make money in the stock market, and it's the most consistent because you know every quarter you're getting a payout. Um, and all you need to do is buy the stock and hold it. And it's just that simple. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely something that should be a core factor in your portfolio when we talk about diversification. You know, dividends should, you know, be a good chunk of that. Go team, go. Dividends and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And living to 150. <laughs> yeah yeah what um I don't know anything else anything else on the dividends um no I think that's 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 everything I have to say about dividends yeah that pretty much covers it uh, thank you for listening, and if you like the content that we do on the show and want to see the other things we are working on, you can follow us at Ophelia Tech on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, Friendster, you know, all the major ones. And you can also follow us at Stockwise App on Twitter. And so go to our website and subscribe to our newsletter. We come out with content throughout the week that just alerts you on stuff that we're thinking about. And please make sure to subscribe and comment about our podcast. Let us know what you think um, on any of your preferred podcast platform. That works. That's solid. All right. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, very juicy.